This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, floggers, before we enter the cabin for another week, I just want to say a quick thank you. Uh, more downloads than ever before last week. Please keep telling people, find your most flagrant mates, you know, milling outside a bottle shop, uh, riding a bike without a helmet, you know, you know where to find these people and get them into the cabin to join us and you every single week. We do appreciate it. And thanks for everybody messaging through. Uh, on the Instagram, always good to hear from you. A couple of targets, a couple of nominations for the Flogies. Keep getting in touch. Keep letting people know. We do appreciate it. Uh, a quick little apology for this week's app. It ends a bit abruptly because there was a blackout in Stanmore uh, the other night. So it ends where it ends. Uh, personally, I think it was because we were bullying Tom Whitcomb pretty effectively. And uh, he had a guy on the inside at Ozgrid. But that's where it ends. Uh, we will pick it back up. A little bit of TBC, like a 90s rap video. Uh, finally, if you want to see anyone live, uh, Andrew Hamilton is doing his award-losing show potentially for the last time ever this Saturday, October 21st at Kinsella's in Sydney. Uh, I'm keeping it rural. i got Tom Whitcomb on the road with me. You can catch my tour, How the Whitey Have Fallen in Wagga Wagga on Friday the 20th and Albury on Saturday the 21st. My God, tickets are available so if you know anyone down there in the Riverina or on the border, do let them know. Otherwise, let's jump in to a hot app. Welcome to the vlog cabin. There's blokes with jokes. Anything could happen except for mutual masturbation. That's not the kind of vlog we mean. Can we? Can you tell we, it in a way that we can tell it on the podcast? No, um... I want to tell the story. You can just ask that Can I tell the story about the sex island? What can we talk about on the podcast? Oh no, not really. I want to tell the story about redacted. <laughs> anyway, so I really want to go to Bali for redacted, <laughs> and I had to ask my parole officer because redacted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this isn't good content, Andrew. <laughs> it's great content that you're not going to let us put out. While we're warming there. up, can't we just get lubed up? 
Yeah. <laughs> the sex holiday. We're on the sex holiday already? Anyway, he this guy did me a solid and he sent me the email to invite me to do gigs in Bali. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then I shared that with my community corrections officer mm. and then Junkyard were able to f- respond to that email and say it was a huge opportunity for me. <laughs> <laughs> And so now it's with the State Parole Board, which has been backed by my community corrections officer, and I should find out tomorrow whether I'm getting approval. But, yeah, it's a whole extra level of approval for me to leave the country. Right. Go anywhere? Anywhere outside of Australia, I have to go to the State Parole Board. Otherwise, if it's just domestic, my community corrections officer will just say yes, and any time it's work-related, he always says yes instantly. Okay. And so for how long does this occur? Till Christmas 2024. Okay, so one more one more year mm. of having to brag to the state when you're going on a sex holiday. <laughs> <laughs> of there being well, a paper trail. Yeah. Well, it's like kind of fun to have to like plan comedy gigs internationally than to then plan a holiday around it as well, right? I mean, you're basically just describing my life to me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just don't have to ask the government. Yeah, fair. Yeah. I have to ask the other country's government. Dan just has to replace the word parole with tax deduction and we're in the exact same conversation. <laughs> no, no, I also have to ask my wife. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I go to Bali for comedy? Oh, you can come. We can have sex maybe. Okay. Yeah, it, definitely it definitely won't be a sex holiday. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> you always bring your sex home with you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, now they're all lubed up. Good job. Good job, you You're fucking welcome. idiot. <laughs> I want to tell a story that we can't use on the podcast and then end and just wait. <laughs> see what might happen. All right, yeah. you guys go. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. You know the best foreplay stops immediately after it's over. <laughs> <laughs> There's like some girl comes from fingering and the guy's like, sweet, turns on the TV. <laughs> Job done. <laughs> Was it good for you? <laughs> now these fingers get to relax with a nice, with a nice scroll through the channels. <laughs> I haven't channel surfed in forever. Can you still do that? Does uh, anyone have that? Does anyone have terrestrial? Yeah, I do. You got it? Yeah. Do you channel surf? A little. Not really. I kind of know where I'm at. You know, I know what time the project starts and finishes. You watch the project, don't you? Yes, I do. This is truly one of the most surprising things I've learned about Tom. Every week? No. So Every day? If, <laughs> if, I'm, if I am at home between the hours of 6.30 and 7.30, the project is on. Not, 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 I would like to say I am not the instigator of the project being on. It is my partner who loves the project, but I am, I'm not an unwilling participant. Beatty likes the project. Beatty loves the project. Really? Has she has she been tested? <laughs> for, for what? Everything. <laughs> has she enjoyed it through all its peaks and troughs with all its varying hosts? Now tell times? me tell me uh, what were the peaks and troughs? <laughs> I don't watch it enough to know. I just know that there's been a, a huge shuffle many times of the hosts, and I feel like surely there were better times when, like Peter Hellier, I think, is would have been a better time. Peter Hellier was the, the pinnacle, the peak. <laughs> old, old Hellier. And, and Carrie? Weren't they like the original cast? <laughs> now they've got ring-ins like Taunton? I was going to say, <laughs> I think the project peaked just before anyone I personally know got on it. Oh. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, I'm, good. Say, I'm saying the peak is yet to come. <laughs> Give me more of that sweet boy taunts. <laughs> Give me hangers. <laughs> Give me Cashman again sometimes. <laughs> Give me it all. No, I mean... The idea that anyone's looking at the project like kind of 
like Saturday Night Live. <laughs> where it's like, oh man, remember when Bill Murray was on this? Oh, everyone thinks their generation of the project was the best generation, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for Tommy Little to do Animal House. <laughs> <laughs> Nazim and Waleed of the Blues Brothers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I've never I've never watched a frame. I've never watched a frame of the projects. I've never watched a frame of any anything. You seem to have think. some pretty strong opinions of something you've never watched. Yeah, because I've 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 seen ads. <laughs> Actually, I think Amos made me watch in the car. I was driving, so I couldn't stop him. Like the highlights of have you been paying attention? And I at one point I yelled at him. I'm like Amos. Stop! <laughs> I can't have this anymore. See, I don't hate. I don't hate. Have you been paying attention? Was he doing it to, just to wind you up? Is that no? Like, he was like, "Look at this. <laughs> this is good you stuff. seen what they're doing on there?" And I'm like, "I don't care, man." He was like, "Look at it though." He was like putting it in my face while I'm driving. <laughs> there are people that actually really I know that really enjoy that show. I don't uh, mind it. I'm 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 not against it. There you go. I mean, I don't watch TV much at all, uh, so I can't really comment. Look, what? speaking on behalf of the liberal elite, yes. we don't watch oh, it and we don't care for it. <laughs> and it shouldn't be on. What should be on? Should Nothing. Be on. I want to read more, you know? <laughs> no, I just, I don't. I mean, look, I, I'm not like above shit. Like, I'm watching Desperate Housewives right now and it's excellent. Oh, wait, Desperate, Desperate Housewives, not Real Housewives. No, the Desperate ones, not the real ones. Yeah, right. You're going back. You're, Dude, it's good stuff. A lot of plot. Have, can't deny it. Have you... Wait, have you seen it before? Or is this the first time watching The Desperate Housewives? Oh, I think I've seen bits and bobs, you know? Like, but this is the first time kind of really digging into Desperate Housewives. Do they have full-on brawls in this show? No, no, no. This is uh, not reality TV. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking of... This is a this is an award-winning drama. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Starring uh, Terry Hatcher. Lane. Sorry, yep. I'm with you Felicity now. Huffman. I've got run-of-the-mill tastes. I watched award-winning dramas for 10 years ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm every man. Every man Daniel Muggleson. Look, I've never claimed to be anything but a snob. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm comfortable with it. I, I used to deny it. I used to deny it. I used to be like, no, I'm just like you. Oh, I love TV shows based around prompts. <laughs> this is awesome. Oh, they're so quick in the moment with the thing that was written for them. Yeah, great. Let's check it out. How do they remember all those jokes? Well, I mean, we know comedians that are writing zingers for that show who will never be invited on. No, nor should they. They've got gross heads. <laughs> <laughs> They're too yuck for TV. I get it. <laughs> Move to the UK or fucking get over it. That's it. Those are your two options. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear your jokes coming out of your ugly face. <laughs> Except if it's in low nightclub lighting. On TV, bright, 4K, gross. Yeah, you want to be ugly doing jokes on camera? Call up Yeah Mad TV, all right? <laughs> as long as you're a man, obviously. Hey. We'll not have a go at Yeah Mad. We won't cross-pollinate. Thank you. I only want the Andrew Hamilton purists. Thank you. I've got to know. The people that were with him from the beginning in his first three businesses. <laughs> I, I, I got hard done by in an episode on Yeah Mad. Uh, where I didn't feel like the rules were being stuck to. Whoa. And uh, what? I said, whoa. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and the comments. I didn't, I didn't realize this the, was quite the, a serious venture. The comments on YouTube was just hashtag trending justice for Andrew. Wow. <laughs> Thousands of comments. Yeah. It sounds like you got really hard done by there, Andrew. Let's take a moment of silence for Andrew. <laughs> 2023's Harambe. They made, they made him drink for laughing when it was just a, he just chuckled. It wasn't really a laugh. Justice for Andrew. I'm like, that's right. I mean, these cunts sound like they'd love the project. <laughs> <laughs> Line them up, set them up, get them going. I'll be on there one day. The project? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I reckon. Absolutely, yeah. On like, you know, 
National Crime Day or whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. the fuck. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not vanilla enough to be on the desk all the time. They'll have me on to talk about my book or something like that. Like, yeah, exactly. Sandra, what's it like being a piece of shit? Well, I was actually saying about this in my stand-up comedy career. Yeah, n- enough about that. Tell us about the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be funny about it. Be sad. Be sad uh, about it. That reminds me of doing media interviews about my pizza restaurant because all the journalists ever wanted to talk about was the dog pizzas. And I'd be like... Wait, out of the pizza pizzas, they focused on the dog pizzas? <laughs> the hook that you put out there in order to get press in the first place? Yeah. What pieces of shit? <laughs> but then I would be... If I'd only there was some the, kind of public relations manager who could have informed you. message. supposed to be... So, yes, I agree. The, the dog pizzas was the lead hook. But I was then trying to weave in like... Also, just so you know, we've got some fantastic... Pizzas for humans. <laughs> yeah. You know, in a lot of cultures, they eat dogs ceremonially. So, yeah. And they're like, that's not the kind of dog pizza. That. <laughs> that's, that's why we... <laughs> I love that you're complaining about that. It's just like, I sent them a press release titled, Dog Pizzeria Opens <laughs> in Potts Point. Woof, woof. Yeah, but we also have a Diavola. Why do you want to talk about that? <laughs> but then, yeah, it, it, it ended up biting me in the foot because uh, the journalist... Biting you in the foot? <laughs> oh, that sounds like Andrew. It sounds like something a dog might do. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> bite him in the ass? What's the say? <laughs> shoot yourself in the foot or bite you in the ass. No, shoot choice. your dog in the foot. <laughs> shoot your dog in the foot. <laughs> or bite your cat on the first. And get him a pizza to feel better. Uh, well, look. You know I've got brain damage from drug abuse. This is what happens sometimes. Were there different sizes of dog pizza? <laughs> no, it was, it was. We had three nine-inch flour tortillas. Mm. With uh, we had the get clucked, which was just poached chicken. Mm. We had the uh, Skippy's nightmare, which was kangaroo bacon, and we had. <laughs> There was a long pause. And a vegetable, and a vegetable pizza. And so there was three different kinds of pizzas, all the same size. His name doesn't exist. I think it was just called Vegetable Medley. But yeah. I was just like the vegetable pizza, they called it Stephen Barking. <laughs> <laughs> it's for dogs. <laughs> Stephen Barking? Uh, Stephen Hawking's a bit of a vegetable. Uh, I thought he was like Stephen King. But Stephen bar- King. Oh, okay. Nah. Is there a famous vegetable? Like, is it a human being who could be described as a vegetable? <laughs> Christopher Reeve. <laughs> He's dead though. I assume yeah. he's dead too. Yeah. I think Steve, Stephen Hawking's probably is. Mm. I forgot he died. You forgot Stephen Hawking died. Yeah, that must be sad. <laughs> it's been a t- it's a tough day. But if any but if anybody was aware that time was brief, he's the fellow. <laughs> Very good. Apparently, that book, that Stephen Hawking book, is the it has the lowest ratio of bought to read. Like the amount of people who have bought that book and never read it is higher than any other book. I, I cannot believe the Bible isn't topping that list. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably an unofficial list, to be honest. I say a list. It may have been a meme, <laughs> <laughs> which I believe is a credited source from your perspective, Daniel Mungleton. Absolutely. Liberal uh, elite. Thank you. I wonder how many pages we're talking people get into it before they're like, this is just too dense. I mean, I bought it and gave it a go, and I think it's about 17. I read it. Like, is the answer? <laughs> 17. Tom read it. I read it. Oh, holy shit. All yeah. right, well. How how was it? How it much was, do you carry forward? It was tough. It was yeah. It was rough. Did I couldn't. Do you ever yeah. think about it? Never like oh, it's like that thing when Steve said. <laughs> no, quantum physics doesn't come up much. Would you read it again? No. Okay. Did <laughs> Did you get what you want out of reading it? I.e., being able to say I read it in this conversation and other conversations. Uh, well, I, I for one am impressed. By the way, are you going to edit it out of the podcast? That'll probably it'll depend on that. I mean, I'll be honest. I think pretty much everything's being edited out thus far. <laughs> oh, good. We are not bringing it. We are not bringing it. Bring at the, the top. heat. 
Sometimes uh, there's the heat, I sometimes there's not. Here's another dog pizza anecdote. Here we go. <laughs> Wait, is there any... Maybe we should start it with this is the first dog pizza anecdote, the way that Daniel's going to be editing this. Uh, we never need to worry about continuity on this thing. <laughs> People just want the zingers. So on Uber Eats, I had to, we had the menu uh-huh. for Brooklyn Crispy, the restaurant. Yes. And we had all the regular pizzas for humans. And then we had a, another menu called... Dog pizzas, mm-hmm. and someone ordered off the dog pizza menu, ate ate it themselves, and then gave us a three star review, <laughs> <laughs> and said that the pizza was very small <laughs> and didn't taste that great. But we use a instead of a tomato base, we use a sweet potato mash as a base. Um, as a base sauce because the normal tomato base is too high in sodium for a dog. So they, but it was still human grade food. So this guy got the review. So I had to on Uber Eats change it. So under dog pizzas, I had to write designed for dogs, not humans. I had to add that level of detail after a guy didn't think that dog pizzas was enough information to either buy it for a dog or not eat it and choose one of the human menu. How is dog spelled? <laughs> what, like D-A-W-G? Is yeah, like dog, like dog pizzas. Where, where my dog's at? We got my dog no, pizzas. It was just D-O-G. D-O-G. Dog, dog pizzas. And they were clearly smaller and cheaper and, and, and less appetizing in their descriptions. No, I can see how this has happened because it's not like every other menu item on Uber Eats is characterized or categorized mm. By the person it's intended for. Right. So you just think that they've looked at dog pizzas and just thought that just could be anything. Uh, that, yeah. that, that might, DOG might stand for something. Yeah. That, that, uh, I think a three star review was still pretty good, I think, under those circumstances. I think that's an incredible statement for the dog pizza. <laughs> <laughs> if, if my dog is eating food that is one or two stars less than I'm eating, <laughs> I'm like, this motherfucker's living a life. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, I think that's an incredible, incredible what, win. What, what's your guys' threshold of star ratings on a Google map if you're looking for a restaurant or cafe? What are you looking for? Sub four's out. Sub four's out, Anything I agree. sub four, you're, you're a bit crazy. Yeah. But then in those small towns, like, mm. they don't have as many reviewers slash there's, like, a lot of parochial support for restaurants. So they'll be like, yeah, it's 4.6, the best you've ever. Mm. And it's not. It also has to depend on the number of reviews, right? Oh, yeah. If we're talking like it's a sub four, but it's only 10 reviews, I'll be more open-minded than if we're talking like 400 reviews. Nah, no way. Sub four, less than 10. Because I reckon when you're early review, you're favorable because you know, like, don't you think? If if you're giving it a low Mm. star review and you're in the first 10, you must have thought that place was dog shit. I wouldn't go less than 10 anywhere. I mean, like, we're, we're currently... 22 reviews, five stars. Mm. And I don't think that's enough for me to listen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm willing to be on the podcast, but to listen back, I've got to take my friends there when I'm in a new town. No thanks. The thing is, when you go through the reviews and you read some of the actual reasons why they've given a low score, sometimes you're like, this... They've been stitched up here. I was reading... We, I was navigating us to a pub for a pub feed 
the other weekend when I was on the road show and I was reading some of the most recent reviews. I always love reading the, the one-star reviews. I remember this in the car. You were you were red hot. Yeah. You know, they talked about the saltiness of the food in the review. And I'm like, then why <laughs> the fuck are we eating here, Andrew? <laughs> I don't need my broccoli to be this fucking salty. <laughs> they gave this place a one-star review because it was too windy outside. <laughs> love that. I get it. <laughs> I, think, I think wind is one of the worst elements, but no one ever talks about it. <laughs> Don't you reckon? No, I, I've, I've, no, absolutely. Wind is the worst. Wind is so bad. But Wind is worse than rain. There's quite a, there's quite a fame. Well, in my mind, a famous Batuta post, which is like wind guaranteed the worst of all weather that comes up whenever there's a windy, windy day. I feel like. Will they do a repost. Mm, they sure do. Pierre's got one of those for the hottest day in England every year. Oh yeah. And he and he has like a commentary, like a meta commentary on it. Yep. He tweets the same joke every time. It's just like it's like sleeping inside a fucking McDonald's apple pie. That's the tweet. Hottest night of the year, every year. And there's a commentary being like, yes, we've beaten 2022 numbers this year. 2023, <laughs> good year for the tweet. <laughs> if you'd like to see me on tour. <laughs> That's good. That's fun. That for me, like, I don't quite know how to describe it, but that the, the tweet or the post under the funny thing that says, if you like that, you can follow me. If you like that, I'm on tour. Like, I've done it a thousand times. I'm not throwing shade at it, but like, it is so desperate. Like, if you were a chick and that was a guy's personality, you'd be like, no, thank you. <laughs> this guy's not backing himself. And it's like, it's such a modern, like, imagine, you know, back in the day, Leonardo, like, Michelangelo does David, mm. got the sculpture there. Everyone's like, great sculpture. And then a little fucking etching. If you enjoyed this sculpture, please check out the roof of this chapel. <laughs> <laughs> on the top of the Sistine Chapel there's a QR code <laughs> yeah. just like a little Instagram thing be like at Michelangelo <laughs> at Michelangelo 3 at Michelangelo not turtle <laughs> uh, wait sorry I'll be I mean, slagging off the project whether or not that stays who knows but I'm more concerned about you slagging off this podcast to be honest that was more hurtful I think the floggers know where I'm at. <laughs> I think the floggers know that I'm in deep. This is my house. <laughs> I'm giving up a lot to be here. Andrew's got his hat backwards like he's trying to audition for 22 Jump Street. Just <laughs> trying to think today. What are we going Yeah, mad AF. What does the hat say? It says, you can't please them all. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that, you know? <laughs> think about <Deep>. it. <laughs> That's my motto. <laughs> And I wear it backwards so the people behind me can see it. <laughs> yeah, in front, what do they say? Indestructible? No. I'm not ready to be 40. You know, I'm, I'm still going to be rocking a backwards cap as I age. How long have you got to be ready? Uh, I've got three years. That's quite a long time. Mm. <laughs> wow. Three years and you're still worried. You're already worried. About well, I'm being forty, no, because I watch. I look at like how Adam Sandler dresses, and he's very famous and very rich, and he wears like just. Yeah, that's why. Want to dress <laughs> like that because he's famous and rich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you do, I'm it, manifesting. You're, like, right? you know, you you haven't carried David Spade's career for twenty years. Like, <laughs> come on, dude. Sandler's putting work in. He's keeping Rob Schneider alive. <laughs> Without Sandler, Rob Schneider's in a fucking tent. I know a girl that had sex with Rob Schneider actually, and I was like, that's that's not a claim. Like. Even even she like Juice Bigelow, <laughs> <laughs> the animal, <laughs> the animal. I forgot about the animal. Mm. Have you guys seen? Uh, it, I think it is Rob Schneider's uh, comedy special he put out through Fox News. Have you seen that? Put out through Fox News. It's like there. Fox News started like a comedy production house or something. Was it Schneider? I'm going to wow. be really angry if it's not Schneider. I like it. 
Oh my god, it's like a Saturday Night Live sketch about a conservative comedian. Like it's it's what it's a par- it's a parody of comedy. No, no, it's it's not. But I, it seems like it would be okay. Uh, Rob, it's called Woke Free is the name of it, and was put out through Fox Nation. I'll- I think I've seen a clip of that when he was talking about that some airline was now bragging about the fact that they've the, got the, the greatest level of equality among their pilots. And he was like, what what happened to just having the safest, the pilots to just get there on time? And then everyone was like, yeah, yeah, Rob. <laughs> yeah, what about that, Tell Rob? Him, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've heard about gay pilots, but cannot land. <laughs> They're no good. <laughs> All right, no one's going to do anything with that. Okay. <laughs> I, I was like, "All right, jump in, fellas. Let's let's keep let's keep the energy rolling." Everyone's like, "No, Dan, you keep going. You come up with more examples, <laughs> gentlemen. You know how we were just making fun of Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got made fun of the other day just doing nothing, and I want to talk about oh, it. Oh, this is another classic segue. <laughs> Thank you. The cabin is full of segues. <laughs> the flock cabin, full of segues." Uh, one day we're going to film an intro and it's going to be us on Segways riding into the cabin. Uh-huh. It's going to be hot. Didn't they? What happened to Segways? Didn't they get rid of it? Or did they ban them or something? I believe Segways are still street legal. So- I, just, I just think everybody realized they were fucking stupid. Did, the- did you know that the guy who invented the Segway died on a Segway? Yeah. Really? I'd heard that. Mm. Okay. He had an accident. He like, he like hit a brick. I, I think he either... Fell onto the road or fell off a bridge or something like that. He died. <laughs> he, died. he had an accident on a Segway. Someone he knew saw him riding one. <laughs> ah, and he died. That was the end. That was the whole thing. He really had him. There you go. In 20... Wait, uh, is that Bill? Are we fact-checking that one? In, in June 2020, they would no longer make Segways. So they've, they're, not, they're not in production anymore. Are you telling me they were the true victim of the pandemic? <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> So, for what reasoning? I, I've always wanted to have a gold one. They look like you, they'd you be weren't, fun. You weren't able to? You were never granted the opportunity? Uh, have you read a Segway? No, but I've never wanted to. Oh. <laughs> That's just like, I've always wanted to do a silent I'm, disco. It's like, then <laughs> fucking do one. I've never been in a Segway sitch. <laughs> Segway, Segway sitch. sitch. An SS? Oh, no, you can't call it. <laughs> <laughs> the old SS, huh? <laughs> just like, I've, I, just, I needed to get up a ramp really quickly, but I wasn't disabled. <laughs> a Segway sitch. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see a foreign city that didn't have cobblestone ground. A Segway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, the the factors contributing to the end of production include the price, five thousand US dollars at launch, Oof. the learning curve in learning to balance on a Segway, which has led to notable accidents involving Usain Bolt, George W. Bush, Ellen DeGeneres, and the Segway Inc. previous owner Jimmy Helsden. Also, Ian Healy. Fastest man in the world and three-time Olympic gold medalist Usain Bolt, former American president George W. Bush, notable bully Ellen DeGeneres, <laughs> and Ian Healy, one of Australia's best wicket keepers. I mean, I, I, I'm shocked the others are on the list. <laughs> the list for- <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't heard of Obama getting a single dismissal. <laughs> How many stomachs for Shane Warne as George Bush was responsible for? Fucking none, I think. Uh, and then the the but wait did, would they say the previous owner like here the, we go yeah, yeah the inventor he died in 2010 from injuries sustained falling from a cliff while riding his own Segway a Segway search <laughs> I said bridge I was close cliff 
Very similar concepts. <laughs> Segway Falling cliff. from a great height. Without a bridge, it's a cliff, baby. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea. I want to ride a bike like a crab. A Segway search. <laughs> Not only the, the barriers with the cost and then it's difficult to learn how to use it. Like, mm. I think... Yeah, that makes sense. It's like... Um, the, now get, this, get to the bottom of it, Hammer. Just like the guy going <laughs> off that cliff. <laughs> I was just thinking about another thing which is like blowed up and it also seemed to um, kind of peter out really quickly was the Peloton. Oh, the the Peloton's Peloton. still going, isn't it? The Peloton's but going I crazy. the Peloton's like hot. Yeah, real hot. Like stock prices are up, baby. Mm. Aren't they? Because yeah. they, blew, they blew up. I hardly hear anyone talk about it anymore because they, they, they were very expensive to get, right? Yeah, they're super very expensive. expensive. I mean, they, they, they killed Christopher Noth. In what in an episode of Sex in the City, oh, just yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, it was the sexual assault that <laughs> killed him, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but no, he died on the Peloton in the first episode of the uh, and 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 just like that, is that what it's called? Yeah, it is just like that. Thank you. I'm concerned with how much you know about this stuff, dude. I've got a female wife. <laughs> they know about Sex in the City and the Sex in the Sequel, Sex in the City reboot. Sex right. in the Sequel. How did I just come up with that off the dome? You guys should be sucking me ah. off right now. That was good stuff. R- Rob Schneider could do a solid 12 minutes on the term female wife. I reckon. <laughs> Women remind you of things you've done three years ago. Oh, so the only people who are aware you had a career, you fucking idiot. As <laughs> someone who lives in the past, you should appreciate women more. I'm going to remind you about things I did 30 years ago. <laughs> so you're saying Peloton's still going. It's, it, it hasn't failed yet. Uh, yeah, well, I'm trying to work out the share price because... So, the share price is down on no matter what time scale you look at it. It's down today, the last five days, the last month, and the last six months. But if you look at five years... So, apparently, in 2021, a share price for Peloton was $157. Mm-hmm. Today, $4.85. Ooh. Oh. Now, I don't know whether there's been... There could have been a share split. That might be why. Because that's, that's fucked, right? Like... That's bad. I think, honestly, I've never thought Hammer would be right before. <laughs> but judging on this evidence alone, <laughs> wait, I'm like, so, potentially. So when you first heard about Peloton, I didn't have many thousands of dollars of cost for this stupid thing. You were like, that's a good business idea. Dude, it made, like, my, my friend's sister is a Peloton yoga instructor, but like in the app bit. Because it's all video, right? It's like mm. video kind of integrated exercise. What? So she's an instructor. Is it live? I thought it was just like no, no, pre-record- it's a pre-recorded. Yeah, okay. But then I think she does live in New York as well. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know, man. She's she's at the White House. She's met like Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Close enough. Whatever. Peloton's crash keeps getting worse. Its share plunged nearly 20% after $1.2 billion loss. I've been telling I've been saying it. Jesus. Hammer's called it. Yo, oh, no, because this is what it would be. So, because it peaked in the pandemic, right? That would make sense. When everyone was doing during home. the pandemic. Yeah, I know. Um, oh, and also, yeah, it's a it's a product that exactly. serves people who are stuck in their homes. Mm. Not unlike Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Best enjoyed at home or, let's be honest, on a plane. <laughs> My mate who runs a uh, fitness program called Confit, which is uh, a health program run by ex-cons. Oh, run. I thought it was inspired by a Greek fruiterer. <laughs> <laughs> No? <laughs> what are you talking about, mate? <laughs> Gotta listen to tomatoes, mate. Come on, keep going, mate. Keep going. 15 more, 15 more, and then you get the cans. <laughs> We're doing that? Yeah. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> we on this? He got heaps of business because suddenly they became the experts in 
training and fitness in confined spaces during the pandemic. So they had, <laughs> they had all these big corporates coming to them like, you got to teach us. <laughs> You've got experience in prison, right? <laughs> you know how we're living right now? <laughs> teach good us. Of the old people in immunocompromised? Help us out. Gone. Yeah. All gone there, mate. Correct. My house isn't that small, mate. We've got uh, a lot of kids living here. Sorry, question. How do we do tricep dips if there's no toilet in our bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I can't do pull-ups on my bunk bed. Where should I? So, look, if you're living with somebody, you probably don't want to do exercise with them with your back turned. You, know? <laughs> you want to keep an eye on them at all times. That's so funny. This is how you pick up the soap by doing a burpee. <laughs> That's squeeze really those glutes all the way down and up squeeze them that is the key but don't squeeze them too hard you look hot no good no good on the glute squeeze wait I was talking about being heckled doing something normal sorry guys that fucking... segue really segue <laughs> hey <laughs> that segue killed not for the first time I love that he, he died doing what he loved <laughs> Looking dumb. Can I just quickly... <laughs> like, if you can ever see... Like, it's horrible to see someone, like, die, but, like, the video of that would also be quite funny. Mm. That's Darwin Award kind of stuff. Can I just read the Wikipedia thing about his death? Sorry, I need to pull it up. You need to speak amongst yourselves. <laughs> speak amongst ourselves. <laughs> I mean, that's Have you ever read that book, like, the Darwin Awards book? No. Mm, Do you know about classic... It? I know what the Darwin Awards are. There's some classic tales in there. People who is is the concept people who died doing something stupid, really, really dumb, like a guy cleansing the gene pool. Is that the idea? That sounds a bit Nazi-ish, given my you know (laughs) Um, previous insinuations. But yeah, like a guy. uh, What there's some famous ones. A guy trying to answer his phone, and he accidentally picks up and answers his gun. Ah, but sometimes your gun is ringing (laughs) when you're Tom Whitcomb. There it is. (laughs) Call back. (laughs) I really like Tom is the lone gunman of this podcast. All right, here we go. On the morning of the 26th of September 2010, Hesselden, is the guy's name, was Mm. riding his Segway while walking his dog near Thorpe Arch. When he reversed the Segway to allow a fellow dog walker to get past him, he fell from a nearby cliff into the River Wharf. This is the part I liked. The coroner concluded that Heselton had died of multiple blunt force injuries of the chest and spine consistent with a fall whilst riding a gyro bike. A <laughs> <laughs> gyro bike. Didn't use the brand name? What a, what, a, what a kick when this guy's down, huh? Also, like that idea, he's like, definitely a fall. Is it a bicycle? No, it couldn't have been a bicycle. Could he well, just fell? No, not walking. I, I'd love to see that on the coroner's report gyro bike <laughs> and everybody's like excuse me and they're like segway oh got it thank you also, <laughs> it's like a band-aid adhesive strip thing i got it don't worry also isn't that pretentious to be like i'm not gonna walk my dog i'm gonna segway my dog but when the you... dog wasn't segwaying he was segwaying <laughs> like, yeah, yeah I... but he would have to be holding the leash right well yeah but are you saying you walk your dog but you're walk. Oh. Well, he's, seg- he's segwaying his dog segwaying his dog but this i'm now i'm confused you walk your dog the dog's walking yeah. You're segueing. Yeah. Is it walking your dog? It's well Because your dog's walking. That's yeah. the that's the object of that clause. So like yeah, if you if you were to tie your dog to a slowly moving vehicle, are you still walking it or are you driving it? Oh, now we're getting some deep philosophical I think you're giving away your dog at that point. <laughs> <laughs> you do- walk your dog. Walk the 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 dog's the one walking. You're <laughs> the not dog's the one, the one walking. walking. 
All right, but you're, you're walking, walking your dog. dog. So you're saying you, you can say I'm walking my dog and be on a Segway or another vehicle and still be just correctly and just be walking. Your I'm segwaying my dog for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> no, you right? walk your dog for a walk. <laughs> you don't walk your dog for a walk. That's true. You take your dog for a walk. Take your dog for a walk. But you're segwaying your dog for a walk. Take your dog for a Segway. <laughs> your dog's taking you for a Segway. Dog's taking me for a Segway. I also like the idea that this guy fell off a cliff on his Segway in 2010, and they were like, "Let's give it 11 more years. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not give up on this thing. <laughs> Let's not jump to conclusions." Also, so he's he's the accidents happened because he was trying to get out of the way of a fellow dog walker, mm. right? So that means there's a spectator who would have been there, like, "Oh, look at this fuckwit on a Segway," and, <laughs> and then he's fallen off a cliff dude can you imagine the internal mo- like just being like oh this fuckhead on a segway with his fucking dog on now is reversing oh, near oh, that cliff imagine oh, if you oh. fell holy shit i'm so powerful <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea my dreams came true like that that's incredible that's the sixth gyro bike incident i've seen this week <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute is that australian wicked keeper ian healing <laughs> Do you reckon it made the beeping noise? (laughs) (laughs) Beep, 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 beep. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right. Tell us about you being made fun of. I'd ridiculed. Well, so I was wearing this hat. Was I wearing a hat? You were wearing that hat on stage? No, it was just, no, I was taking it in real life. I was just walking down the street. So I, I, I wrote it down. So presumably it's not the fact that it's a, a New York Jets hat. No, that- it has nothing to do with the Jets. Okay. So I'm just walking down the street and this guy at a bus stop and he sees me. Like I don't, I don't make any eye contact. I'm with my wife and my cousin. We're walking down and then he goes, oh, my name is Earl over here. <laughs> 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 and I was like, what? And I, I just kind of turned. I'm like, surely he's not talking about me. And these are some of the things he said to me. I wrote them down immediately after because I was like, this is awesome. Uh, gonna make amends for more stuff, dickhead. <laughs> What's the context of this guy? Is he with anyone? No, he's on his own. At a bus stop, just a lone man. Just across the street. This is across the street. And you're walking with two other people. With two other people. I'm furthest away from him. He's like looking past the two other people, catching me with a hat. Says, oh, my name is Earl. And then I turn and he's like, yeah, uh, going to make amends for stuff, dickhead. Do you guys remember the concept of yeah, the yeah. show? My name is Earl. He's yeah. making a- Can you bring up a photo of Earl? So uh, gonna- you're looking at him. What do you need Here, for? Here's-, <laughs> here's another one. 
Uh, gonna pretend you're straight with a guy's dick in your ass. That was a bit off. That was a bit off course. <laughs> I didn't see that episode of my name. That, that was a bit off color. <laughs> Is that a reference to the show still? I, I don't believe so. Unless there was some kind of spin-off gay porno. He's gonna make amends for that gay guy he led on. The, 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 the third one was uh, what you think it's funny when you're trying to fix your life, mate? Because I was laughing at him. There you go. That's my name is Earl. He's not <sighs> even wearing a hat. I'd like All to glasses. Point out. Were you wearing glasses? I was wearing glasses. Oh. It's just, it, it's, it's mainly the moustache that's carrying this. Look, Andrew, I don't want to be the one to break this to you, but when you've got a moustache, mm. that tends to be all anyone sees <laughs> when yeah. they're comparing it to stuff. <laughs> like, I've got a full tracksuit, I've got glasses, I've got a lot going on in my head, but everyone's just like, Freddie Mercury, Borat, Vector. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I, thought, I just thought it was very funny because... I mean, my name is... What a reference. Great reference, yeah. Like, that show... When did that go off? Like, 2004? It's... I, yeah, a long, long time ago. Jason Lee, is it the Jason actor? Lee. Jason Lee. That is Jason Lee. Lee. Good get. From Your cocaine IMDb sessions paying off again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I've got left. <laughs> Andrew, six degrees of separation from Jason Lee to Bart the Bear. Go. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's a great game, game actually. Um, did you say anything back to this guy? No, it's just laughed. That's the thing. He's like, what, you think this is funny? And I was like, laughing. Like, yeah. Like, is it not? Is Isn't that it what you're going for? Yeah. Are you I, like trying to bash me? Because if so, <laughs> this is weird. I love that he's gone, my name is Earl. My name is Earl. Gay slur. My name is Earl. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say the slur. In his defense, there was no there was no F word included. Okay. It was all very clean. It was certainly the implication though, wasn't oh, it? Oh, definitely. <laughs> what was the gay reference again? Sorry. Oh, you're trying to you're pretending like you're straight with a guy's dick in your ass. <laughs> dick in the ass. Yeah. He's like, oh fuck no, that's Will and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Another topical reference. I've just been thought uh, out and I want to get the bus into town to see what's changed. That's so funny. I got I'd forgotten until you, wait, do we want to talk about the my name is Earl thing anymore? It's rich. Well, I'm, I just love that he was just felt so compelled to just blurt that out and then just to double down, triple down, quadruple down on the Had on to. the heckle. Couldn't get enough. My, did you ever watch My Name is Earl? Uh, I think I might have watched like a few. People were really into it. I think it was meant to be pretty good. There's a few of those kind of like 2000 sitcoms that I think everyone agrees were quite good, but don't have quite the legacy that are Friends or like a How I Met Your Mother. Like I would even say I was a big fan of Malcolm in the Middle. Yep. Great show. Yep. Did you ever watch it? Um, my brother was really into it. I enjoyed it always when I watched it, but I wasn't like into it religiously. Yeah, okay. I mean, that's Brian Cranston. <laughs> Brian Cranston, yeah. And a Malcolm in the Middle, and he's also uh, the dentist in Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah that's Cranston right. Well. But what good get? What uh, range on that man to then also do Breaking Bad? For what I've read, because I love Breaking Bad, apparently Vince Gilligan just knew he could, for whatever reason, the guy, the showrunner of Breaking Bad was like, he can do it. He just like hadn't seen anything the world hadn't seen, just really that's, believed in it, and he was right. That's it. awesome. Absolutely crushed it. I mean, Tarantino's the same when he picks random people or people like washed up actors that haven't been like in a mainstream Hollywood film in like a decade or two and then he'll just bring them back. Like, Re- hey. Reinvented Travolta. Yeah. I feel like Re- you're being pretty mean to Michael Madsen right now. <laughs> <laughs> he loves him. He's his muse. Dude, yeah. Tarantino <laughs> just picks his people. I mean, that was, oh, man, I saw this trailer and it was like uh, Martin Scorsese's new film. Yep. And it's like... The Flower Moon one? Uh, I've, I don't even know the name, but it was just like... Uh, 
Martin Scorsese has never done anything like this before, starring Robert De Niro, Leonardo DiCaprio. And I'm like, I think he's done it. I haven't even fucking seen it, but I guarantee I've seen this movie before. Wait, so I was going to ask, have you guys ever been heckled doing something normal? This is what I wanted to ask. Because I got, I got it twice this week. I got in a parking lot. I got called an idiot out of car window by a lady who just picked up a rug from an auction. Wait, I was also picking up a rug from an auction. Don't ask. Wait, wait, wait. Why you, wait, in to, to, you bought from an auction or you're selling in one? I, I picked up a rug for Mary's sister from an auction house. Right, okay. That does like, you know, that fucking where you get upper middle class, you start buying things at auction. Mm. Especially rugs, apparently. I hate that. I Me too. I, is this, I don't I, like most things. <laughs> Whereas you're quite a positive guy. <laughs> but wait, it's like I get an auction when it's like for charity or when it's mm. something rare, right? Like we're, mm. okay, we're selling a one of a kind painting. We're selling this Banksy that's going to shred itself. I get yes. that. But the, why do you why auction off a carpet? Well, it's like it's, it's a it's a rug. a rug, and it's like it's it's second hand. It's like you know it's supposed to be good or some shit. You know, mm. I don't know. But isn't that, isn't that essentially what eBay was? But, or then, is? but eBay went pretty quickly. I I don't know. I kind of get the impression eBay is mostly buy it now these days. You know, I think we all got mm. a little bit like overwhelmed by the auction part of it. I mean, does anyone like auctions? Do you like the auction concept? I, I like it for like big things as in like one of like a charity auction where it's like here, mm. a, a, a one-on-one segue experience with Ian Healy. No amount of money is too high. <laughs> I simply must experience Healy on two wheels. You think he wears the wicker-keeping gloves when he holds the handle? I would fucking hate auctions if I ever was at an auction for a house. Why is is it because it reminds you of drug of druggies trying to haggle with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have your budget. Then some fucking rich fuckwit's just going to swan in. What and nationality? I wasn't going to go into that. <laughs> I, I, just a rich person. I had that actually at my when I was trying to buy a house a while ago mm. and went to an auction. And uh, I got outbid. First bid of the day, I was out. Like, I was like, oh, well, there was no point in me being here at all. That sucks. And I watched these two couples, and they were like, one would have been like early 40s, one would have been like early 30s. And they were they were the only two in it the whole time, and they were going back and forth, back and forth. It was getting to that point where it's like they're going up in 1,000 increments. Mm. And every bid would stimulate a conversation, and the other couple were like, all right, should we go? Okay, 644. Like go on once, go on twice, uh, 6.45. Eventually, it like grinds to a halt. Go on once, go on twice for the third. And finally, and it seems like this couple's got it. And then all of a sudden, white dude in the corner, linen suit Rolex, 6.55. And then they're like, oh, 6.57. He's just like, I'm taking the fucking house, whether you like it or not. And that was it. Just sharked it from the back. The the, gra- the grassy knoll? Oh, one guy, a guy that wasn't involved in the Hadn't two- been involved the entire time. Oh. Just stood there checking his Rolex. Waiting to go by the next one. That's, that's <laughs> like when there's someone on the phone, you know? Oh, yeah. Someone from overseas just calls in at the last minute and then they take it. What like, country are they calling <laughs> it from? <laughs> Don't do it to me. Two from two. <laughs> you love to see it. No, that was genuinely like, yeah, we were, we were bidding on our thing. It was like, this is who else is interested. This is the nationalities you're working with. And then like my dad being like, oh, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get super racist at an auction. <laughs> everyone kind of feels it a little bit. And, and it makes your blood boil. It's so easy to get competitive in that kind of thing, right? And then you suddenly you're going above your budget, which is why I've got a mate who's a buyer's agent. And so that's a whole thing that they say is like, it, it's better for them. I mean, obviously they try to talk themselves into some work, but mm. uh, one of the main reasons is better for, 
for them to do the auctions is because people can get too close to it and suddenly go way over their budgets because they get swept up by an auction. Dude, 100%. Especially because I feel like uh, you get to a point where it's just you just want the process to be over. Where like when you're close to getting something, like I just want Saturday mornings back, please. Dude, it was so funny. For like the auction for ours, my, my dad was like, let me handle that I'm a lawyer. I've done a bunch of auctions all the time. What you want to <laughs> do is stay out for as long as possible. Uh, you want to be like the last bid, like don't even worry about it. And I'm hearing this over the phone in uh, Adelaide, Australian by the way, uh, <laughs> over the phone in Adelaide. And um, I'm just like, what's happening? And I just hear the first bid, my dad being like, bah! and I'm like, what, what are you doing? You're talking a big fucking game. What a rush. And you blow your load immediately. <laughs> fucking hell, Leo. Unbelievable. That's classic dad behavior. Like, don't worry, I've got this. Is yeah, I'm a, I'm a, pro, I'm a pro. That, that reminds me of my dad taking me to the greyhounds to teach me about responsible gambling. And then, he, <laughs> and then he pissed away like 800 bucks like really quickly. And then he was like, so Andrew, the lesson here is just don't gamble. So did you say responsible gambling? <laughs> At the greyhounds? Yeah. Like responsible service of alcohol. That's like a thing, but responsible gambling. Yep. It's gambling, but you're responsible yeah. about it. You never bet above. That's, you win. Yeah. You come out ahead. Yeah. He's like, Andrew, you know what's responsible now is time to go home. Here's the taxi. I'm going to go to the casino. <laughs> I'm going to chase these losses. <laughs> I'm going like, back, baby. I was like, Dad, why did you bring me here? Like, <laughs> years later, I became a degenerate gambler. Why, why did you say we here, Dad? Because the bookies won't accept my bets anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Son, are you aware of the concept of collateral? <laughs> <laughs> Because this guy, nationally unknown, <laughs> is not accepting IOUs anymore. Welcome to Flog Cabin where nobody's any race. <laughs> Alan Rutledge had a great joke. He goes, uh, I, I used to have a bad gambling habit. In fact, one time I went to the casino and I ended up losing my family. But then I went double or nothing and now I have two families. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's good very bit. good. Good bit. Um, should we do an ad read? Yeah, let's is do it, it. Is it me? Yeah, it's in your inbox. Ooh, all right. Do you want me to just pass it to you? Or have you got your phone? No, I got it, I got it, I got it. I got it. What's the ad for, folks? Yeah, yeah it's for pilot.com.au. All your men's health needs taken care of. Thanks to pilot.com.au. Ooh, okay. What do we got? Ooh, in the, in the WhatsApp. Ooh. Okay. Lay it on me. <laughs> Don't, Hi there. Don't read too far ahead. I want to. I'm not reading. I'm just, it's, <laughs> the formatting is a bit weird. All right, let me just keep going. Sorry, I was from my. Uh, no, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Hi there. Flog cabins. Dan Muggleton here. Getting an erection is a lot like driving a manual car. I can't do it. <laughs> not even a little bit. Thanks a lot, Dad. <laughs> I used to think it was just what masculinity was in 2023, but let's be honest. When a grown man can't even get out of first gear when he's surrounded by a group of fluoro-clad tradesmen egging him on, it's time to make a change. That's why I use Pilot. Thanks to Pilot, I can finally operate my stick shift even when my wife is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Meaning, I'll never embarrass myself in front of the working class again. Thanks, Pilot. Go to pilot.com.au today. There we go. If I didn't hear the phrase stick shift somewhere in there, I was going to hit you with a microphone. <laughs> Andrew, I'll be honest. I started with stick shift and I worked backwards. That <laughs> was all I had for a long time. Uh, so so what, good. I could finally operate my stick shift. I feel like we could have gone, I could finally shift my stick. Yeah, you know? it's a long bow. Uh, you're the thinking man. That's why you're the thinking man's comedian. <laughs> I'll never embarrass myself in front of the working class again. Untrue. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not successful enough to turn down RSL gigs yet. 
I'll give him a bash in the old wrist hole. Why did this old lady abuse you? Sorry? Oh, yeah, we didn't get to the end of being heckled. Have you been... I, I got heckled on the weekend as well, but I forgot about it. You forgot about it? I was, I was playing golf. You were saying doing regular activities, regular for my social class. I was playing golf. You're playing golf. And uh, as... Wait, how, I, many, how many are in the group? Just two. What nationalities? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tom Whitecomb, Tom answer the question. <laughs> I, I don't think it needs answering. I think we all know. Uh, and um, I mean, obviously not including the caddies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and we were playing at Moore Park and in between, like Moore Park, there's um, the two halves of the course and there's a road running through the middle that goes straight up to Randwick Race Course. Mm-hmm. And so we were teeing off just at like at the end of the day as everyone was fleeing out of fleeing's wrong word but leaving from Randwick Race Course stumbling stumbling past Randwick Race Course and I hit a shot and a guy walking down the road goes you fucking shit and I was like oh thanks man he goes my sister hits it better than you and then I was like what's wrong with you guys and they fuck off mate and kept walking and then I thought about what I could have said for the next 45 minutes I mean there's not a lot that you can really do except hit a ball at him yeah there were a lot of cars behind him. I think that would have... And yeah, and it was a bad shot. I did hit it like a sister. So. <laughs> the problem with getting heckled sometimes is that they're spot on. <laughs> as I found out as a recent lottery winner. <laughs> That's the plot of My Name is Earl, right? Oh, yeah, it is too. He wins, is that what he Does he win yep. the lottery? Yeah, yeah, he wins the lottery. He wins the lottery and decides to make up for all his past transgressions. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. I think I love that you pause like mid there, like transgressions. <laughs> Wait, uh, is it because he he promises if he wins that he will do? He will change. Uh, I don't. Uh, I think it was just that like he had the like he was like an alcoholic and he was like a piece of shit. Yeah, and then he like, wins the lottery and he like cleans himself up and he wants to make it up to everybody that they borrowed money off and like screwed over. Mm. I mean, as far as premises go, like quite a good one. My name is. Uh, oh no! Where was the plot? Here we go. The main, the other, the other guy that's in that show, that's the big fat guy. Mm. He had one of those, like you know, one of those hugely, hugely dramatic weight loss changes where they. Uh, one thing I hate in the media that we overuse now: super uh, star unrecognizable. Yes, like they had Tom Selleck, the. He had a beard. I he had a beard. It. And they're like, he's unrecognizable. Like, it still looks like Tom Selleck <laughs> to me. But that guy out of My Name is Earl ge- like, genuinely looks unrecognizable. I, I think the headlines for that should be in reverse. It was like, Tom Selleck, unrecognizable. You haven't seen him for 30 years. He looks different. It should be like, Tom Selleck, recognizable. What's going on? <laughs> is he a Scientologist? What the fuck happened? Why does he look the same? <laughs> What's he been? What are they doing over there? You know? <laughs> All right, Tom, what's the thing for My Name is Earl? So he gets he wins $100,000 in the lottery. He is celebrating with the ticket. He gets hit by a car. Ah. He loses the ticket. He gets to a hospital. He, he learns about karma. He mm. assumes the reason he lost the ticket, got hit by the car, is because he was such a bad guy, so he starts to make up for everything he did. First thing he fixes, he then finds the winning lottery ticket. And ah. start, that's the, uh, the start of five seasons. When did this come out? 2000 and... Five. $100,000. $100,000. That's enough. Yeah. To stop everything and start making amends on a daily basis. 100000 bucks in Sydney. What's that getting you? Like a bathroom and a kitchen? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make amends, but I also really need a remodel. 
I mean, if I said to myself, look, if, if I win $100,000 today, I'm going to change everything. I'm going to start being a better person. And then I won it. I'd be like, mm. holy shit. I'm going to do that right now. Really? Well, I, I just, just to, if I'm going to tempt the gods. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're doing it for. You're doing it as an act of fealty. I'm saying this because I have a ticket, the Powerball, on Thursday. Oh, you don't, do you? And it's, I forget how many million. You said you're worried about being 40, but you're buying a Powerball yeah. ticket. I think somebody's racing to I get there. <laughs> I think I'm due. <laughs> you're due to win Powerball? <laughs> I've, lo- I've looked at my dad's wow. approach to the lottery as in just... Buying the prize incrementally, like essentially a mortgage on winning the Powerball. Oh, the meat tray approach. The meat tray approach. You yeah. can buy this slowly, but sure. Yeah, but I have so much fun dreaming about what I would do if I won it. So for the 20 bucks or whatever it is. All right. Like, All right. You win Powerball on Thursday. Top three things that you do. One. How much, how, how much is Powerball this Thursday? Uh, it'll be millions. <laughs> 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 you probably shouldn't say it on the podcast in case you win it. It's Andrew Hamilton, yeah. statistician. <laughs> <laughs> What's the one with six zeros? Here we go. Uh, is the internet working here? Uh, what what am I doing? You've got the Lotto app on your phone. <laughs> Only for research. On... <laughs> that that uh, for me is like some kind of boomer millennial hybrid. <laughs> the, the, the Lotto, Lotto app, app on your phone. It's 12 million this Thursday. 12 million this Thursday. Uh, All right. Hammer wins 12 mil. The Lotto uh, app is like printing out Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, colouring in the heart to say you liked it. <laughs> All right. Well, I, you do the, the bogan stuff first. The bogan stuff first. Yeah. How many jet skis? <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going. <laughs> Fuck. Supercar, jet ski, big house, tick. Uh, okay. Then... Uh, Wait, big house where? Where in Queensland? <laughs> Backs Gold. onto the river. Yeah, so obviously sick pad, the Goldie. One <laughs> Bondi. <laughs> Just uh, an apartment on the Gold Coast, brother. You don't need much space up there. <laughs> <laughs> Those OnlyFans girls are pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> what nationality? <laughs> <laughs> on the Gold Coast. <laughs> Let me tell you this. They voted no. <laughs> what else am I doing? I'll probably get some veneers. Some veneers. Get the teeth done. Yeah, get some teeth. white teeth. That seems, yeah. to be, uh, that seems to be something that people do with the extra cash. No, you wouldn't. That wouldn't be on your list. So, just for a guy who's like buying a Powerball ticket every week, he's like, "All right, so big house, big car, jet ski, maybe my teeth." <laughs> 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 I haven't really thought this through. Uh, and then I would like to. I was going to say travel, but you'd have to book a gig in every country in South America. <laughs> That's right. I... <laughs> I'll be headlining the uh, Buenos Aires Hostel tonight. <laughs> As I said, I only am allowed to leave the country if it's for work, and I'm definitely going to be, hopefully, going to Bali for work. Yes, for work, for work purposes. For work purposes. He's got a lucrative offer. Yes. I saw this the other day, and for me, it's like, how'd you put it? Like, this... This guy's life is not going well. Like this is this is a man down in his luck. And it is the bike helmet, only polystyrene. Oh yeah. You know that one? Mm. Like like the same color as like the polystyrene like AA cup. Like just that white polystyrene whole helmet just oh, polystyrene. So there's no hard shell. No hard shell, no netting, just okay. that. Like it looks right. it looks a bit like you just took a bunch of packing peanuts and melted them together. Correct. Yeah, with you. You don't see this a lot, but you saw this. I saw this. I was driving the other day, saw this man, <laughs> felt bad. 
kept driving. <laughs> I refuse to make a difference. What, what do you think about uh, people who are not riding Lime bikes but wearing Lime helmets? Ooh. I quite like that. What, just like on their own bike? Yeah, they're on their own bike and they've just nicked a Lime bike helmet off of a... You like that. That's, yeah. just, that's just a savvy businessman. <laughs> yeah. I used to do the public relations for a dockless bike share company. Uh, dockless? Dockless. <laughs> <laughs> that was how they were referred to. <laughs> I'm being very immature, but I'm just imagining if like a bunch of ships went to high school together, <laughs> that's how they'd make fun of each other. Dockless, I repeat. You're fucking dockless, dude. <laughs> you fucking dockless cunt. Dude, you fucking dockless loser, bro. <laughs> yeah. I repeat, dockless. Yeah, you, so, know, you know it doesn't have an uh, anchor? These, you cared. These bikes. So you may remember back in uh, a few years ago, there was like just, they were everywhere. We had bikes that were orange, yellow, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. There were brands like Mobike, Obike, and Ofo were the, some of the brands. Sure. Um, before Lime. Oh, you couldn't walk over a riverbed without seeing them everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so uh, because of the rules in uh, New South Wales regarding helmets, they had to provide these because mm. you get fined, right? In other yes. countries, these bikes... No the, helmet. The model has worked quite well and wasn't costing them as much, but they were bleeding cash because they had to keep supplying these helmets. And they'd say to people, at the end of your ride, you've got to lock it to the lock mechanism, right? Mm. Because if they just put it in the basket, in the basket, people were just nicking them. And yeah. so, a couple of couple of youths <laughs> come by, just snake a couple of helmets, run at each other. Yeah, have a great afternoon. <laughs> and so, like, I thought it was funny, but like the people that worked at these bike share companies were fuming. They'd be like, you know, I just walked past a guy on the street riding his own bike, wearing an orange Mo bike helmet. <laughs> You're like, yeah, dude, <laughs> I sold it to him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they had a huge revolt in Melbourne, um, where there was just a huge pile of these bikes getting just thrown in the Yarra River. Massive yeah. thing, yeah. Because they were just like, you know what? These bikes suck and they're ugly. I saw one in a tree the other day. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to kind of admire it. <laughs> Dude, I saw this one that was like, I'm like, that's so funny. It was like one of those you could like track mm. and it was suspended between two buildings on rope. <laughs> it was just like you could see it just like up in the air, like above an alleyway. And you're like, sick. <laughs> Dockless. Dockless. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Milan, apparently, that was like their case study of where the Dockless bike share model was working perfectly. Where it was like supported by the local count, like by the local council, and people were just riding them and respecting them and seeing them as like a public asset. Mm. <laughs> Andrew's definitely seen the deck on this one. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so funny. Then in Australia, we're just like, get this thing out of here. Yeah, oh for sure. But I mean, in Milan, there's no Uber because the mafia runs taxis. So like, you know, give and take. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> that's why they're like, we should really respect the bicycle. <laughs> there's not a lot of money in them. Uh, I didn't know that. No Uber. No Uber. Mm. In like bits of northern Italy, um, just because the mafia is like no Uber. <laughs> no. I what saw, nationality? Anyway. When, um, I was, when I was in San Tropez, <laughs> I saw they had Uber helicopters and I was like, fuck, I wish I was rich enough to just to be able to... Dude, you win Powerball, <laughs> number four. <laughs> Uber I, helicopter. I, like to, I think the mafia in Milan are just catching Ubers and giving one-star ratings all the time. <laughs> 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 um, oh, wait, fuck. We should... Something happened in the Flog Cabin group chat this week. Tom Whitcomb, our... The guy does the clips... Yes. Runs our Instagram. Yes. Doesn't have Instagram. 
I would argue I do. I, I would argue you run Instagram more than I run Instagram. I well, yeah, fucking obviously. Well, <laughs> it's, it, it's more complex than he doesn't have Instagram. Tom, explain explain your relationship with Instagram. I uh, I only have Instagram on my phone when I need to post something, and I delete it immediately after posting, and then I re-download it the next time I have to post something. How often is this happening? I would say at least five times a week. That is insane. <laughs> that you'll download the app. Post and then delete post it. Post and then delete it again. How does it take to download the app? Like a, like 40 seconds. Mm. Why don't you just have the app? Because I would use it a lot just to be browsing on it and I don't really want to do it. Mm. Especially, especially I would say, post refer- well, during the referendum build-up, during the Israel-Palestine stuff, I'm like, I just don't, I don't want to be staring at this stuff all day. It'll suck me in. I can even kind of notice it like in the reels and stuff. When you just Sometimes I go to post something and you have to go through the explore page and I'm just like, oh, wow, those are big tits. I'll click on that. Like, wait, what am I doing mm. here again? And on which, on which side of the Israel-Palestine <laughs> conflict were those tits on? One each. <laughs> just like Israel's got both tits, but Palestine's got a nipple. I'm voting yes to those. <laughs> I love that you try to start politically and then you're like, yeah, but I'm horny though. I am not dockless. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is you have no self-control. Mm. And the way that you've dealt with that is by deleting Instagram. Exactly. And then downloading it again. Yep. As someone who lives with Instagram and has no self-control, uh, I think that's the way life's meant to be now. Is On Instagram. It's just us losing time daily to the algorithm of either TikTok or Instagram. And so I just, I, I think that, um, you think you're better than us, Tom. Yeah. Oh, was that not clear from the first six episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Did I don't know that obvious enough? Look, he, he, does, he does seem superior to see his golf swing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, but you're a comedian. Yep. Mm. We're kind of stuck with it. I feel like of all the people, we're just kind of trapped. It'd be like it'd be like you know back during the industrial revolution. It's like an author being like, yeah, I don't fuck with the printing press. <laughs> I don't like it. What if you need to interact with your fans, Tom? Well, I had this the other day when you sent me a message, and I <laughs> <laughs> I did send him a DM on Instagram with a question. This is where it came up in the group chat because you were like, "Answer your fucking Instagram DMs," as opposed to just saying the question again in the in the group chat because it was not for Dan's eyes. <laughs> Whoa, was it about me? It was about finding a third co-host. Anyway, uh, it's <laughs> who, were, who am I replacing both of you with? How? <laughs> uh, 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 wasn't my name is Earl Actor? That would have been a good punchline. Jason, Jason, Jason Lee. Lee. Can you edit that in? <laughs> <laughs> no editing can save that one, mate. <laughs> um, no, I, I think, I don't know, I think you're probably right, but I also... <laughs> what prompted the deleting of Instagram? <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a couple of books that I've read about uh, uh. how to use a technology to not make you depressed. <sighs> <laughs> books about bettering yourself, this kind of stuff. Is this kind of toxic stuff you're reading? What's the title of your? What's sorry? What's the title of your book again? <laughs> the profound benefits of a stint in prison. Mm. Yeah, well, they'd love to get some Instagram, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Take it for granted. <laughs> on the inside, you'd be scrolling. <laughs> but no. So, like, you've read you've read the book on how not to be depressed while using social media. Yep. You brought it up to us, which has made us depressed. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> um, and what are the other tips? 
Were you depressed on social media before? No, not depressed. I do. It, it ramps up my anxiety a lot. And I find like I... Uh, but it's supposed to. Yeah, I know. That's what it's for. <laughs> it's supposed to spur you into action. Instead of a fucking loser reading a book being like, time's passing and that's fine. Check how many likes you got. Check how many likes they got. See if your username is available as your full name. It never is. Even as Daniel Muggles is still fucking not. Yeah, it's Instagram, I'm, not your mother's contacts. Hey. I need that dope damn. thing hit. I need that hit. Absolutely. Where else are you going to get it? Cheating, crime, I mean, the pokies. I don't do drugs or gambling anymore, so I need this. I need the hit. Give me a follow. Let's check the insights for the week. I'm up 5.8%. Oh, I got to say, yeah. I, I did have a little bit of a win on Instagram Reel recently, and it stayed downloaded for a little bit longer during that Here time. Go. I got to say, the truth comes out. <laughs> so I, that's feel, I, feel, I feel like you're just a coach ignoring the losses right now. <laughs> you're just like, no, I went to play a game on Saturday. What are you talking about? <laughs> Everything's fine. Everything's fine out there. Well. If you kept posting good reels that were sizzling, you could have that feeling all the time. I'm Hot post, reels. Yeah, I know. I'm posting <laughs> flood cabin reels at the moment. They're not going great. Oh, <laughs> how dare you. Keep sharing the reels, you dogs, <laughs> your flogs. But so you've, you've read the books about, but you're downloading it just for work. But surely these other cunts don't need it for work. You need it for work. Yeah. That's the difference. But like if I'm not promoting anything, I'm not selling anything, do I really need it? Can't I just jump on when I'm going to sell stuff? That's not how it works. Does it not? I, I don't believe so. No. You're currently treating it like Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, as long as I'm not participating in it, this fucking shithole does not exist. Mm. But you got to be our, there. our algorithm overlords know how you're treating it and they're mm. punishing you. Well, they will now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now they listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> and what national? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, American. Yeah. Um, I'm not on TikTok anymore. Are you I've, off TikTok? I've stopped, I've stopped posting on TikTok. Mostly just haven't really thought about it. But I thought TikTok was especially toxic. So like, are, you, are you trying to move away from social media? No, I, I'm trying to just be more pragmatic about it. But the main thing, I'm just like, but what are you filling your time with? Like, what's better? What's, what's better out there? Work, books? Is that, is that the yeah, kind of lame much. things you're going to get w- to Work, us? books, and comedy. Pretty loud. Staring out the window. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty weak source. <laughs> people are like, oh man, there's, there's cool, like dogs. I'd be like, oh, that's good. How dare you be out there bettering <laughs> yourself? Dogs? You know, <laughs> something nice, like the beach. No, I sunset. The beach. I the actually, beach comes uh, I might try doing this for a week myself. Why? Because, because you got to get your fucking novel out? Because I, yeah. Yes. My productivity <laughs> is at an all-time low. I, uh, I get distracted very much by... Is the main culprits, culprits are Instagram and TikTok. Mm-hmm. I'll go to the rabbit hole and then I just stay down there for ages. Do you want to? Do you want to hear the app I have on my phone that'll make you bully me, make you guys bully me even more? Yes, please. I have a thing called Forest. All right. Uh-huh. So what, what Forest does is you set a timer like that, and while it's active, you can't touch any other apps in your uh, in your phone. And when the timer finishes, it plants a tree in a virtual forest. So you, you start building a little kind of like Farmville-style garden and you look at your progress over time to see how many how many trees you planted. Do you want to see my, my, my forest here? I was on here? board with the first <laughs> bit, like the idea, but then you lost me at trees. Thanks for joining us in the Flog Cabin. We hope you enjoyed all of our blab. Tune in next week, maybe somebody gets jerked off. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.